Alright, so like <laughs> I won't right. be able to finish it. Will you clap for me? <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I'm not a right brain, left brain, so like I <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever you're ready. Don't do that while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> give me give me a started. <laughs> give me a start. Give me that tap. Like Okay, so you're gonna do this. Yeah. No, you're gonna. Oh. Give me a beat. Oh. Thank you. I can't do it. Okay, here I come. Here I come. My name is Chelsea. I have a dog. I told you. I told you we weren't going to be able to finish it. Okay. Your turn. <laughs> you mentioned your dog, and I was going to I was going to mention mine. Please do it, though. Okay, ready? Okay. <clears throat> my name is Sheridan. I love my cat. I am a Spartan. So check me out. You're so much better than me. <laughs> In all ways. That's why I love you. And now, and now, and now. tonight's presentation. Hey guys. Hey. Oh my god. <laughs> we are so happy to be back. Back, 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 back. Guess what? We're back. Back, back, back. <laughs> bring it out back. Bring it on oh back. Oh my gosh. Bring it on, 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 bring it on. We missed you guys. The level of love that was lacking in my life was insurmountable. Yeah. So we're glad to be back with you. We're glad to be back <clears throat> talking about movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you, if, oh, I missed uh, you too, bro. <laughs> um, um, if you don't know, we are two friends who like to just get together and watch movies yeah. and get together once a week and just talk about it. Mm-hmm. We only talk about one movie. I've been like <laughs> listening to other horror podcasts and some cover like three movies in one episode. That's fabulous. I That's awesome. I could that's not do so that. so much brain power I and could, emotion. Yeah, <clears throat> seriously. I, it's, I mean, just one is brain power, brain crazy. Power. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so yeah, we talk about a movie of the week, but we have a big surprise for you guys. We haven't told anybody this. No. We haven't told anybody that starting this season, we will be a horror-exclusive podcast. We'll cover things like thrillers and stuff or scary movies. Um <clears throat> maybe even maybe even some sci-fi. Well, no. Why am I so far? Why am I sci-fi? <laughs> yeah, maybe I should say a horror sci-fi <clears throat> podcast. Yeah. Horror slash sci-fi. Because We're going to mainly focus on scary and sci-fi. We just realized how hype we get mm-hmm. when we're, you know, when we're scared as fuck. Yeah. Just it's like, so, like, I love, I love it. I love the feeling of being scared. It's I so exciting. It. Um and whenever we would sit down and be like, okay, what movie are we going to watch this week? We would always, like, try to weave it back to, like, a scary movie. And be like, oh, man, but this is such a good movie. 
And, you know, I'd be like, oh, we we can't, we just did Evil Dead, we can't do another horror, you know? But then we'd both be, like, at home later, like, sad about it. (laughs) And we thought about this forever, and I know Sheridan said said something about it, about liking um, a fellow podcaster. Yeah. One of their podcasts out there. But um, how they did horror and stuff like that, and it got me thinking, like, that's like, that's like our thing. Yeah. You know? That's where we really blossom as two dope chicks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what we're, we're going to be exclusively covering horror and sci-fi. I'm really excited. So, but we still, we wanted, for some reason, we like both thought at the same time that we should open the episode with a comedy. Oh yeah. So we were like racking our brains like, okay, what are we going to do? What? And then I thought Cabin in the Woods. And I, and the whole entire time thought that this was that Johnny Depp movie where he gets trapped in the window. <laughs> writing of that doesn't happen. What happens? But I'm losing my voice. Do you hear this? Yeah, I hear <clears> you. <throat> hear Are you okay? Do you need some water? I just hit the quan too hard. Um Quanathan. <laughs> um yeah, Cabin in the Woods is one of my favorite horror comedies of all time. It's super hilarious. I saw it. Uh, I saw it in the theater. Actually, it was one of the first like scary movies I saw in the theater because I was always too scared. Were you alone before that? I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. But it's. I remember loving it, and every time I watch it, I have such a great time. I didn't really know what to expect. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So this was Chelsea's first experience with Cabin in the Woods. We just watched it. Not an hour ago. It's like fresh in our minds. It's fresh. It's like so fucking right there. So speaking as someone who had never seen it before, (laughs) like what did you think of it? I mean, I was feeling it heavily because all I could think about the entire time was this is Scooby-Doo. Yeah. In um, Evil Dead. (laughs) Yeah. Like... Yeah, and like so it, it fucking funny. Oh, oh, um sorry if also if you're new, we do talk spoilers. So if you've never seen it for whatever reason, maybe watch it first. Watch it first. I'm definitely Sheridan recommending it. Really cares about you. I don't. I really um, care about you guys. She's got the heart. I don't. You know what I mean? So if you choose to stay, I'm here to ruin it all for you. I mean, I think that most people like spoilers. Like, so most people, su- like, seek out spoilers. Most people like disappointment secretly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're, tr- <laughs> yeah, we're trudging ahead with the spoilers. Did you say Trojan? Trudging. Oh. <laughs> trudging. Sorry. Man, that makes it sound like, never mind. <clears throat> that, was, that was a bad word to use. I so, mean, uh, <laughs> mom, <laughs> this... <laughs> This movie is great because it begs the question, why is every horror movie the same? It's be- why does Ooh. every horror movie have a trope? That's that's because deep. because it's been years and years. <clears throat> the only way to appease the gods is ritual sacrifice. Mm. And that's what we've been doing for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And this is just a movie about how we go about that, how modern day Americans go about ritual sacrifice. And it's like, so cool to think about. Like, I know it's really dark, but it's really cool to to think about a world where you have to offer up your life to like, not 
destroy the world. And like, the, well, the crazy thing is too is that there's only there's a select amount and group of people that get to dictate. Yeah. Our lives, though, you know, what right? I mean? Exactly. Like it. <clears throat> yeah it it uh, is a movie about free will. Like how much. How much free will do we have, you know? How much of this is preordained? How much of it is, like, chance, you know? <laughs> anyway, we'll get into it. So, first I just want to talk about uh, the details of this movie. So, Cabin in the Woods, horror comedy, came out in 2012. Mm. Um, it was directed by Drew Goddard, and it was his first movie. He worked a lot with Joss Whedon on, like, Buffy... And oh, okay. uh, Firefly. I think he worked on Firefly with him. I know a lot of fans of Firefly. Yeah, so it was written by Joss Whedon, who wrote, of course, Buffy, Firefly, Justice League, like, Ooh. Avengers. Ooh. Um, if you've ever seen Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, that's Joss Whedon. Hmm. He wrote, uh, he was one of the co-writers of Toy Story. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Wicked. He's done a shitload of super popular movies. He's a great writer. <clears throat> um, that's why this... I mean, that is hands down why this movie is so great. Is because you have Drew Goddard and Joss Whedon who are just two film fans. Horror film fans, specifically. Slaying it. And they are just so passionate about the genre. So they made this kind of love letter to the genre about, you know, these kids... <laughs> all dying you know so so yeah of course it's gonna be great um it has a wicked cast holy shit Mm. and i i hate uh, for those who are listening for the first time i um have a terrible time remembering names like Mm -hmm. i can't oh this is chelsea you'll learn (laughs) (laughs) did yeah did we did we even introduce ourselves i mean we did but we didn't like well, talk about us. I'm Sheridan. And I'm Chelsea. Okay, cool. And we are <laughs> the, the Flick Chicks! Chicks. Alright. <laughs> so what you were saying? I'm sorry. Um, so... Fuck. You forgot. Um, so, no, you were talking about... Um, no, I forgot too. So, I'm gonna talk about... I'm just gonna roll ahead. Oh yeah, you can never remember the actor's name. Yeah, you yeah. Remember the actors. So, so Sheridan is gonna go through with this list of names, and I'm gonna be like, you know... Yeah. I'm just... <laughs> so you have so okay there are five main characters of this movie you have Kristen Connolly playing Dana she's like the final girl mm. um Chris Hemsworth plays Kurt future Thor um Anna Hutchinson as Jules Fran Kahn's as Marty and Jesse Williams as Holden um Jesse Williams you might I know from the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2 <gasps> as, like, the hot That's guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! Oh, my God! Okay, I was a Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants freak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was also for, in Grey's Anatomy. Which I Which I never watched. I thought he looked like a doctor. He sounds like a doctor. He does. He has this very feminine, like, light, chocolatey voice. Oh, um, fun fact, Anna Hutchinson, who plays Jules, uh, she was in the Power Rangers Jungle Jungle Fury TV show. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. <laughs> Power Rangers. <laughs> it is almost midnight, you guys. I am so tired. <laughs> um, 
Which one is Jules? She's the blonde. Why does it? She's the one who dies oh, first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, Kurt's yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford, who are, like, the two uh, control room guys, the two main guys. Mm-hmm. Sitterson and Hadley. And then so the beautiful Sigourney Weaver plays the director. They were going to get Jamie Lee Curtis, and, like, I, it didn't happen for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And it just, it would have been so cool. I mean, I, I love, love, love Sigourney Weaver, but... Jamie Lee Curtis is like the original screen screen queen, you know. Scream, scream queen, scream queen. Okay, so um, I want to talk to you about some facts that I learned about this movie. Tell me about it. All right. So this was so I went. Um, I watched the. I have it on DVD, so I watched the movie, and then I noticed that they had like the making of. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, and. The guy who plays Marty, the stoner. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry, you guys. So we, like, the five characters are your basic characters in a horror movie. You have, like, the hot girl, athletic dude, stoner. The smart guy. Yeah, smart guy. And then, like, just the virginal girl. And they're all going camping for the weekend. And Marty's the stoner. And apparently, he was so, the actor was so ripped was so muscular that the directors decided not to show him shirtless in any of the lake scenes because he was so like he was like more ripped than Chris Hemsworth and they were like you can't be showing up Chris Hemsworth bro dude that's insane and he doesn't look he, he looks doesn't... he looks like a lanky guy yeah he looks like small and um yeah they put not muscly at all they put like loose shirts on him mm-hmm. and stuff like that to make him look kind of smaller but yeah, like he was, and you can tell there's a scene at night where he's, where he saves, uh, he saves Dana from the, one of the zombies and he, they're like, he's like all wet. And so you can see his bulging ass muscles like through his shirt. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, that, that was like a fun little fact I learned. The script, apparently according to legend was written in one weekend. Whoa. That's, That's impressive. What, according to Drew Goddard, Which he and that? he's the director. Okay. He wrote he sat Joss Whedon down in a hotel room and was like, I wanna write a movie with you. Let's fucking do it. And they just like did it. That's tight, dude. dude That's hot. It's talent. That's tight. It's talent. Um <laughs> also Heather Loggenkamp, who plays Nancy in Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, is a makeup artist and did makeup for this movie. Ooh, that's the other. Th- okay, that's the other thing I want to talk about is the makeup, the uh, makeup effects. Holy shit! Okay, so in this movie, you have these these kids find out that they're a part of this ritual sacrifice and they're trying to like save themselves. So they unleash these like nightmarish monsters. Mm-hmm. And there's everything. There are zombies. There are fucking unicorns stabbing people. There are ghosts. And, like, friggin' anything... Robots. Uh, little girl with the whole face gone. Yeah. And, like, just te- rows of teeth. The makeup effects and the, just the practical effects in general are incredible. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really rare that I find a horror movie that successfully incorporates CGI and practical effects. Right. And this one did it so well. And, like, it's... 
it was just the right amount of it's just the right amount of gory and silly cheesy cheesy yeah, yeah dude like, I like that. it's really good um it really is like the perfect balance of making fun of yourself and there are like genuinely scary parts in there like I'm not gonna lie, dude. The the part that got me, the part that really fucking freaked me out was when, uh, what's her name, Jules? Uh, ooh, did you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> when she walked over because she got dared to go and make out with the wolf head oh, on, yeah. hanging on the wall. Yeah. Like, it's just this scene where she's, like, walking all sexy and up to this wolf head that's mounted on the wall. Yeah. And she, like, goes in and, like, it was probably one of the, to me, one of the sexiest scenes. And but like, terrifying, because I thought that wolf was going to come alive and, like, fucking chop off her face. Dude, that was very uncomfortable. Yeah, they're kind of, you know, when they, when they reach this cabin for the weekend, you kind of already know that they're there to die. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of... They put themselves in situations where you're like, is this going to be it? Is this where they're going to die? And, like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of tension. Um, so the way that it happens is they, they're pulled towards the basement in some way. In this case, they're all hanging out, and the cellar door flies open like an evil dead. Like an evil dead. Just like an evil dead. And they go down there, and they have to make a choice to, like pick up some creepy shit that's in the basement and, you know, read the Latin or unlock the puzzle or (laughs) do whatever the fuck. So the kids read from this diary and so they awake this zombie horde. Or not not really a horde, it's more just like a family. It's like a zombie family. Wasn't it like the family who once lived in the cabin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like that's how... So if that were a... If this were a cabin in the woods movie, it would just be oh, these kids, like, awakened to this thing and they all died. Mm-hmm. And this movie gives us a, an explanation as to why that happened. Like, so that's my, like, I don't know, man, that's my favorite part about it. Um, and my other favorite part is that they, everyone dies. Like, yeah. literally everyone in the There's world. There's no survivors. I they, love that. The gods unleash themselves from, you know, their confines, and they escape and tear the world apart. And, and that's, that's how it. I, that's what I feel it should be. Like, there should be movies like that that are like, nah, dude, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck your mother. Yeah. <laughs> the, fuck your daddy. They just, they're just like, yeah, there's this, this is not a happy ending. Like, yeah. everyone dies. And that's the thing is there's a, there's a specific set of rules, and there has to be five yeah. sacrifices, and if they don't have what they want, yep, world's then they're gonna, gonna throw fit. Throw fit meaning destroy the world. Mm-hmm. And the two remaining characters decide that they don't want to, they don't want to die. Mm-mm. And fuck the world anyway. Like, literally, just... And, and it's like, it takes a lot of balls to have an ending like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, it's... I'm, I'm just, I'm like mad that I didn't think about it first, you know? Like, this is such a good, such a, a good take on, uh on all horror movies. This is like a love letter to horror movies. Mm-hmm. It makes references to every horror movie. The cabin looks just like the one in Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. The movie starts out almost exactly like Evil Dead. I thought it was like a parody. Yeah, it, I mean, it kind of is. Like, it's it, it's kind of making fun of itself. 
and you know um it's really self-aware it's super meta Mm -hmm. (laughs) dude you're going deep dude dude you're deep as fuck i i mean she's feeling it (laughs) oh there is a so in the very beginning um you they're walking through the main control room and they're like or the like the building that they're in and they're talking about oh you know everything is gonna go great uh we haven't had a glitch since 98 and I want to oh. know what that's referring to. No, I want to know that too. And I, I looked, I scoured the internet, um, and I couldn't find any explanation, like any like deep, crazy conspiracy theories as to like what that line could have meant. Like what the fuck happened in 1998, dude? I don't know. Or 1898. Oof. Or any of the 90s. Like, oh yeah, this there's has been more, going on forever. So like, I don't know. It's, it's really crazy. Um, and I wanted to know like those people down there. Who were running the show, were they, did they live, do they live forever? Well, I mean, they they were all getting eaten by, like, and, like, killed by various nightmare creatures. Well, you're right. You're right. But, I mean... But how do they get their job? Like, what's the... Yeah. How do they get hired? What's the process? There is a new guy... Oh yeah, in the movie. So, like, how did you get your clearance to know about gods and... Like magic and right. shit. Hmm. And he's so skeptical too. I'd like to take that test. Um that's, I, wait, no, I heard the test is very similar to um Space Force. Is that a thing? Yeah. That's Trump created Space Wars. Is that an actual thing that exists now? Yeah, it's like the Air Force but for space. Why? It's a new branch of the military. Why? I don't know. But you have All to right. do some, like, blood ritual now, like this, to get in. Yeah, to get into Space Wars. I need to, to know what sacrifice. the qualifications for. Dude, I hate Trump so much, but <laughs> you know how oh cool god. it would be to join the Space Wars? Oh my god. I think it's called Space Wars, too. Yeah, I, yeah, that sounds like a very Trump thing. But why, though? Because Trump sucks and space is so cool. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why the kids decided to blow up the world. Like... <laughs> We're fucked. I so, think they were just high. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they were, but also, and they were they were being selfish though. Yeah, but again, like they were only thinking about their situation. Like, well, we lost all of our friends. Well, I mean, whatever. <laughs> you know, that's what happened, dude. Would you? I mean, if would I? If someone was, if someone was like, you I would need to kill yourself, or the world will end. Do you do it? <sighs> I would. Like, I would totally do it. Okay. Yeah, I would honorable, do it. honorable. Yeah. Um, I would kill though. I'm too precious. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but like, what says that you can't just like chop your arm off and throw it in? You know what I mean? And the demons down well, there are like, oh, thanks. This is this will work. It's because well, I think it's because yeah, the the remaining person, the virgin, has to suffer. Oh. Like that's the whole thing. <gasps> So she has to suffer the deaths That's of her so friends. That's so sexist. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh my god. Wait, maybe not. Could no. Been, it could have been a virgin man. Yeah, yeah. Like, it could have been anybody. Whatever. So, I mean, the, 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 like, stone statue thing was a woman. Like, was a it woman. Was a, but, but they morph, probably. Probably, to, yeah. To, the, I didn't think about that. That's a good... Ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good theory. <laughs> Don't look at my armpit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're okay, guys. We're sitting on my couch. 
naked. No. <laughs> Gross. We're sitting on my couch. The microphone is sitting on top of a Venture Brothers book and a dice box. Yeah. Because um, last time we recorded, we sat on the floor and our asses went, nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> it happens at least twice in an episode, I swear. Um, so, yeah, I... Yeah. I don't know. what. Why did I bring that up? Where did we go? Oh, because you were don't talking about Don't look at it! <laughs> Guys. I'm so sorry. Why are you uh, apologizing to them? Because it's... It's, like, incomprehensible now. It's so late. It's fine. Okay. Back on track. Talking about our mic setup. My computer is, like, on my lap. Um, so, so yeah. So, had you ever, like, heard... You'd heard of this movie before. Yeah, but that's the thing I was telling you in the beginning. Is oh, like, like, you thought it was a Johnny Depp movie? I thought movie? this was the movie where Johnny Depp gets really stressed out and sits in a cabin and drives himself crazy. I'm surprised that you never heard of a horror movie where, like, the whole world ends at the end. I mean, I think I... Maybe, maybe I have. Maybe that's just very... Uh, what about that movie where, like, Seth Rogen and Eric... Or oh, Johnny... Oh, yeah, The End of the World, I think that's called. Yeah, what's his name? Donnie... Uh, James Franco. Donnie Darko. <laughs> <laughs> oh my man. god yeah yeah i i, I saw that too that everybody, one everybody ends in that one right that's a really good movie about the world ending we should do that one sometime it's not a horror movie i'm scared <laughs> of the end of the world i mean the thought like demons scare me yeah i mean the you do see like the gods well at least his like hand come up at the end mm-hmm. and it you can like kind of imagine this gargantuan really scary thing the big ass hand okay yeah um so i don't think that we can continue this podcast until we talk about the merman oh my god so there's one uh, there are two characters who we follow mainly in the, or actually three characters that we follow in like the main control room you know who he looked like uh danny devito or whatever his name is Robert De Niro? No. Oh. <laughs> Is that not his name? The uh, guy from It's Always Sunny. Oh, I don't... The short guy? Yeah, yeah, Danny DeVito. Yeah. He looks like Danny DeVito. The merman. <laughs> oh, the merman. I, I was like, what actor looks like Danny DeVito in Kevin in the Woods? <laughs> so, Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford play the two characters that we follow. You might know Richard Jenkins from Step Brothers. The dad and stepbrothers. Yes. Or the the uh, other the side character in The Shape of Water. A really great movie. Y'all should go see it. Um, Bradley Whitford, you would know from Get Out and Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. If you've seen either of those. Anyway, um, Holden... Uh, the or not Holden. Hadley. Bradley Whitford plays Hadley. And his character is obsessed with... Um, wanting kids to be killed by a merman and every year he bets that like the merman will take the kids and he like has never seen one and this is a it's like a theme throughout the movie he talks about it a couple times and then when the nightmare creatures get out he is eaten by a merman and the blood coming out of the um blowhole 
Oh, yeah. That, that was a decision that they made, like, the day of shooting. That was such a good idea. They were just like, fuck it. The merman, like, clatched. Nope. Clatched? <laughs> Latched? <laughs> I was thinking of clutch and latch. Oh. Um, uh, clenched. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, when he attached on and while yeah. he was attacking. Yeah. It was blowing the guy's blood out through his blowhole. Yes. And that was, and it's a really, um, it's a scene, it's an image that stays with you for sure. Uh, I can't stop. I'm seeing it. It's really graphic. Um, I will say there are really awesome, gruesome deaths in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that they had like, I think over 60 actors in full makeup. That's crazy. Um, I mean, I'm talking the Wolfman was like full practical effects. Uh, it was like a person in a costume, you know, Shit. like just full on makeup. Um, and it's impressive. You guys, it's, I couldn't believe it. Um, there's a character that's kind of in, he's kind of, um, in the same vein of like Hellraiser, like pinhead from Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. Where he like, you know, he gets pleasure from pain or whatever. And he has like saw blades in his head and shit like that. It's nuts. That's okay. I was going to ask you if that's what he was representing. I think so. I think that was a nod to Hellraiser. It's for like sure. Pinhead's brother. Um, you know, there's a scene where the kids stop at like an old creepy gas station and that's totally a remnant of Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. You know, any, any movie where you, Texas Chainsaw, like any movie where you have kids going out of town for a weekend, you know, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I, it kind of caters to every horror lover, too. Right. You know, you get to see ghosts and you get... It's kind of... It is kind of paranormal in a way because you're dealing with these, like, fantasy, <laughs> you know, god characters. <laughs> that was the cutest sneeze ever. <laughs> I sneeze like a fucking man. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Um, I was trying to be polite. No, it was... Yeah, it was good. Uh, <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you have all these characters, all these like horror characters that you get to pick out and be like, oh, I think that's from this. And I think whatever. Um, there's like some, there are some aliens and they're not like alien brand aliens, but like alien brand, (laughs) alien, not the brand of aliens that y'all used to, but the brand, the off brand. I meant the movie. The dollar store alien brand. Um. Dollar tree. (laughs) (laughs) Um, this was Chris Hemsworth's first movie with Joss Whedon and Joss Whedon decided to bring him on, uh, after this was like Cabin in the Woods was basically like one giant audition for Chris Hemsworth for Thor. That's nuts. Which I found really awesome. Um, he really, like, honestly, I didn't really, I think this was the first thing I saw him in mm-hmm. and I was really impressed cause he was like, you know, he's a really attractive, really good looking guy, but he can still be. I can still see him as, like, a smart, you know, like, a smart guy or a... Right. You know, whatever. And he's genuinely funny. Um, I thought that we would kind of pigeonhole him into the Thor uh, image, but I feel... I really genuinely feel like he could branch out and be, like, any... Like, anything. That's true. I, um... I kind of... Because of the fact... I wish I would have seen him before Thor... Yeah. Because while I saw this movie, like, all I could think about was, where's his hammer? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like I just, I it was hard for me to like, but so yeah, so watching this, it would what? be it would be for any movie. Okay, I don't know. So like, did you like? So did you find it? I distracting him. a little bit, but okay. only because of, of right. how much it's. He's in Marvel movies. I was gonna yeah. say Marvel like controls our lives right now, yeah. so yes, I'm does. not surprised that people would be just like if they're you know if they saw it after seeing Thor, I could understand how people would be, be like. But it, but it would be any movie for me, like any movie I saw and it was him, I'd be like, "There's Thor," <laughs> you know me. I don't know names as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Thor. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really enjoyed him. I really enjoyed all the characters. They like Same. in the beginning, they're just five friends. They're just really good friends. Um, Holden is like the odd one out. He's the one that's coming. He's like the new friend that's coming with them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're all just like close. That was my stomach. Damn. I wonder if that picked up. I don't know. dude. I hope I not. My wait. stomach is growling right now. I'm, I am munching hard. So, um, but every all the characters are like decent, cool people. They're not annoying as shit. Yeah, that's true. They get annoying as shit because of the people controlling them. I thought the blonde was going to annoy me, just like yeah. any other movie, and I loved her. Yeah, I up until they so like they the people in the control room start to <laughs> once they get to the cabin, they start to control how they think, mm-hmm. and so the blonde girl, of course, gets like slutty, and she's you know, talking about having sex with her boyfriend and of, and Chris Hemsworth becomes this like jock, you know, empty headed, like, you know, whatever. And, but, uh, Marty does not change one goddamn bit. Mm -mm. He is like, he has it all figured out. Almost from the beginning. Almost from the beginning. Uh, turns out, the people in the control room laced his pot, but he had a secret, secret stash. Which any per- any pot smoker should. You know what I mean? Dude, I... Don't waste my shit. <laughs> this is from me. <laughs> this is more. Um, so I guess his... I don't... I, I guess his, like, not laced pot immunized him from the other pot. I'm not sure, but basically it canceled each other out. So he, he knew what, what was going on from the Mm -hmm. very beginning. He finds like a camera hidden, uh, behind a broken, behind a, or like under a broken lamp. And he thinks he's he's on a reality show. Yeah. And he's the one who kind of pulls our, our heroine into the conspiracy theory and kind of leads her to the, you know, to the truth. Lead me to the building. (laughs) And what's what's interesting to me is is uh, so once I started figuring out the plot when I first saw it I was like okay well then that means that they all have to that like that means they all have to die but like there are horror movies where one girl lives mm-hmm. so how are they going to explain that you know That's and true. they do perfectly they're like oh the virgin can live or die it doesn't matter and it's like okay, I'll take it. So like, do they all, they're like, do they place bets on them afterwards yeah, to, like, kill her? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like... Maybe. That's how, a good question. How barbarian it... How... Barbaric? Barbaric. <laughs> how barbaric um, is it? It's, I mean, they were taking bets when they were messing with all this shit in the basement, so... Like... I'm sure they... I mean, you saw them. They were cold and hard. They were watching people get murdered and, like, loving it. Mm -hmm. And, like, 
if you knew it was for the better, like... Of mankind. Yeah, if you knew that it was for the greater good, like... I mean, I wouldn't be so heartless as to, like, take bets on how people die, but... Could you be so heartless? <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to hiccup. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a... It's definitely a... It's definitely a thinker. It makes it, it doesn't make it doesn't come across as one of those movies, but like, I know when it, you see it, you're like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Man? Yeah, it it goes so much deeper than you think it will. It you you see it, and people and some people remember it as like just the you know super gory cabin movie, but like it has a purpose and it has a deeper meaning to it, mm-hmm. and it kind of. Like, like I said, like, explains the entire universe of horror movies. Like, these things happen to teenagers because we need it to. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't, gods will rise up and destroy the earth. Like, that is the coolest shit ever. That's crazy. Um, and I feel like only a nerd like Joss Whedon could write that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean... And I will say, like, it's Joss Whedon um, gets our nerd culture so well. And, like, yeah. other, and like everyone's nerd culture. He does great on superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. He does great on sci-fi stuff. He does great in horror stuff. He knows nerds. And, it's like... So important. Yeah, dude. It's so important to, know, to like, know your, uh, like, audience. Whoops. Yeah. And, and, like... He's a nerd. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know a lot about his personal life, but I just know that he was a nerd growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, so. It means so much. Yeah. You can, you can tell that this movie was, there was great, great care put into this movie. Mm-hmm. They loved it. Yeah. So much. Like, they wrote it so fast because they were so excited. Passionate, yeah. And like. They believed in it. Yeah, and it, and that totally shows through. And when I was watching the behind the scenes stuff, everybody looked like they were having such a good time. And it's like so important, you know how many movies are recorded where people like hate the other actors yeah. and like uncomfortable bullshit. Yeah, you know they've uh, even though they filmed it, they filmed it in Vancouver in March. So like Vancouver, it was probably cold as hell, but everyone still was like down yeah just super down to make this movie down they, with the clown. in an interview with anna hutchinson in the uh making of she just her face was glowing she Aww. was so happy like she was like this is so much fun so and that you can just that makes all the difference in making a movie is like making sure everybody is excited to make it, mm-hmm. you know, I can, and it just makes it that much more fun for the audience, you know. Yeah, and having, you know, and obviously having truly talented people behind the camera and in front of the camera, right? Um, but yeah, there's there's so much to love about this movie, and there's so much to see. I could go through this movie and have to pause like every scene just to see all the references. Mm-hmm. You know, I. I wanted to do it with you tonight. I wanted to, like, pause the this shot where it's showing, like, all of the nightmare creatures and all their boxes. Yeah. And I wanted to be like, okay, we'll Look at that this. one. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to do that. Um, Ooh, and to explain a little bit about what she's talking about, um, when, uh, what's his name? Dana and... Yeah, and Dana and Marty. Marty. When they kind of get together and they go under the cellar, under the house, is yeah. it? Yeah, well, it's, like, in the... It's 
Patience Buckner's grave. They oh, like, okay. They go, yeah, he, um, Marty finds, like, a, an old maintenance room under a grave. And, and in there... Finds the elevator. Uh, yeah, is an elevator where the creatures are coming up from. Right. And so they go down. They go down into the elevator, and they, um... It's glass, so it's see-through, yeah. right? And so every every time the elevator turns, it looks at a different creature or a different bad guy or whatever. Yeah. And it's all from, like, nightmares and shit. And just, yeah, and it, yeah, they see, like, a wolf man and, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, and th- so they're kept in these boxes until one of the kids activates, you know, their whatever the thing they picked up, and that, you know, it takes them up to connects the cabin them. to kill him. Yeah, it connects them to the... It connects that charm or whatever there to the bad guy. Yeah, and so when they all... So, of course, you see this and you're like, the only way this is going is downhill. They're all going to get out. Like, they're all going to escape. And when I was watching it for the first time, I thought, you know, okay, how's this going to happen? And I didn't... You know, I could not have guessed that it was going to be Dana. Mm -hmm. Um, They're hiding in essentially like a a locked room and there's a purge button and she's just like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. She's and the most timid girl. Like, Oh yeah. She's so quiet and you know. Yeah. So the ultimate distraction, let everything out. Yeah. And it goes ham. That part reminded me of resident evil. Yeah. It's real. It was, it was the most gore I'd seen so far. Besides, tight. like, The Shining, the elevator, the blood, blood yeah. in The Shining, uh, this was, like, immediate gore everywhere. Mm-hmm. Guts, blood, so much blood. Um, but it's so, it's like, you can't help but laugh at it. It's, it's a laughable amount of blood. Mm-hmm. It's covering ceiling to floor, just everything you could think of the cinematography is oh really God. tight it's like the the contrast of the light blue in the room to the red black blood. red and yeah. yes dude it's so tight it's so good um like if you're a gore hound this movie's for you yeah for sure mm-hmm. um it takes a whole like 45 minutes for someone to die which i thought was really interesting um Especially for, like, a slasher kind of flick. Right. Um, But it's so worth it. The first kill is... uh, What's her name? Jules. Sorry. The blonde one. So Jules and Kurt are... In the forest. Yeah, they're in the forest. And they've just been, like, sprayed with a bunch of pheromones. So they're, like, at each other's throats, tearing each other... Like, almost tearing each other's clothes off. Yeah, horny as fuck. And... They lie down in this, like, you know, idyllic clearing that I'm sure they've, like, made, you know, the people up top. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're, they're doing their thing. We get a, we get some boobs. We get a titty shot. We get a titty shot, which I also did not expect. And, like, it's, it's kind of, you, you think that, like, even before this happens, you think you're going to see boobies and then you don't. Yeah. And you're like, okay. You're like, oh, it's one of those. And movies. this is very unexpected yeah. surprise boobies. Surprise. So there you go. Um, and they're starting to get down and dirty. Get down on it. And you see her hand kind of lays about and then she immediately gets stabbed. In, in the, the hand. hand in bro. the hand. And that starts off the chain of kills for like 45 minutes in. 
Dude. Uh, this guy comes in into the forest after them, and he's like, is he the dad? I think he's... Yeah. Yeah, he's Mr. Um, so they, they they raise a zombie redneck torture family. Yeah. And, like, the, the dad comes in, and he's got this chain, and attached to it is one of those animal traps. Like oh, that, yeah, that like a bear get, trap? Yeah, that yeah. you can step in, you know, and he starts swinging it and flings it at Jules, and it grabs her yep. back, dude. Gets her right in the back. That's a weird, it's such a crazy way to use a bear trap, Ugh. like, throwing it at someone. That is so terrifying. Can you, like... When uh, there's something about gore and horror where, like, there's some parts where I feel it, dude. Like, just imagine something going into your back, into your nerves and your yeah. back. You know, yes. if yes. somebody's rubbing your back and you're ticklish, you're like, uh, you know what I mean? Yes. Can you imagine something digging into I <laughs> don't want to imagine that. No. Yeah, it's really, it's brutal. And, so and then getting dragged. Sorry, dude. I'm like... Yeah, yeah, getting... It's bothering And then she gets... She just straight up gets her throat slit. Or decapitated. She gets decapitated. Uh, her kappa was detained from Her decapa was... <laughs> so, I, you know, you think her throat is slit because they cut it mm-hmm. right as they're about to do it. Um, but then but then when the, da- he, the dad zombie, like, throws Jules' head to Dana and she catches it. And she catches it, and she gets freaked out, and she fucking throws, throws it. <laughs> there are really, there are just so many things about this movie that, like, I just, I can't even wrap my head around how someone as a filmmaker can make someone so, like, scared, but laugh so hard. Like, I do not get it. Right. Um, but this movie does it perfectly. Um... They're like just subtle things or not subtle things. Like, I mean, it's clearly a comedy. Um, it's clearly a comedy, but it's also like in some parts with the zombie family, you're kind of like freaked out. Like, and there are, I will say, there are some gratuitous jump scares that I thought were kind of cheap. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. But on the whole, I think that this movie <laughs> is like. Oh. Stop Stop I'm it. such a pervert, dude. You are. <laughs> oh my god. On, on whose hole? Um, um, well, that's okay. I'll I'll stop writing my love letter to Drew Goddard. Um, dear Drew. Dear. <laughs> on the hole. I. He. You know what? I just realized he directed uh, another movie that's on HBO right now, uh, and. I didn't write down the name of it, Oof. but if you give me a minute, um, I can find out. Okay, well, what sure it is. is looking, um, I wanted to tell you guys that uh, there that sex scene in the forest. I just can't imagine there being a sex scene in the forest ever. Like, who would want to put their bare ass on I... the ground? Yeah, where well, there's pine needles and, and, and bugs. But that's what the that's what the movie answers. Why would you do it? Because we're pumping your ass full of pheromones. Okay, that's so crazy. You want to have sex, dude? I would. That's the best. Okay, okay. I just reminded myself. So since Marty doesn't succumb to like any of the uh, mind altering effects of being in this cabin, he's he, asexual. He's able to uh, hear what the people are suggesting him to do. Like, oh yeah. (laughs) So, (coughs) 
so uh, he goes, he was one of the first ones to say, you know, Dana has this diary and she's about to read this Latin passage. And uh, Marty's like, don't read the fucking Latin. Like, don't do don't it. Don't do it, dude. Um, all of a sudden you hear. And then you just hear, read it. <laughs> read it out loud. <laughs> and he can, he can hear. He's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And, and turns around, nobody else hears it. Yeah, later the directors are trying to separate him from the group. So, like, they start suggesting things to him. And then he can hear them say things like, I want to go for a walk. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? And it's one of the funny... Oh, my God. That's the best. He's like, say it again. It's like, I want to go for a walk. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah. And then, you know, like I said, uh, uh, Marty seemingly gets killed. His blood is offered um, when he gets caught by, like, the brother, mm-hmm. by the zombie brother. But if you notice, the the... Um, the control room started shaking when they were pouring the blood in. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because they knew he wasn't dead. Oh, that's a good point. Like, I didn't they're think like, no, nah, this blood's no good because the person's still alive. It's like, it's like taking a drink of something that you think it's, it's like drinking um, what you think is sweet wine, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, and then we realize that's true when, of course, Marty comes back and, like, saves Dana, um, from getting her fucking ass handed to her. Yeah, she gets tossed around like a rag doll in this movie. Uh, she gets thrown off a cliff by the motorhome. That's (laughs) another great death. Mm -hmm. We need, okay, I'm at least gonna talk about the main deaths of this movie. So we have Jules, who is decapitated. Uh, we have Kurt, who... Decided he was going to try to um, find an escape route by jumping his motorcycle over, like, a a gap. And uh, there was a wall. That invisible wall death. Dude, that was crazy. That was the best. And, that, and like, I'm so glad that I got to watch that with Chelsea, like, her, like, first time seeing it. <laughs> I was like, she's going to shit. Like... Um, I knew too. I remembered in the beginning of the movie, there was a, they were crossing, they were going into a tunnel that went through a mountain and when they went into the tunnel, a bird was flying and it fucking was trying to fly over to where, to the other side of the cliff, right? Of like the ravine, yeah. Yeah. And it fucking hit a wall of like cells, like electric cells and died. Um, so you kind of get a foreshadowing of his his demise in the first 20 minutes of the movie. That show's so crazy, dude. Um, I get... Wait. Oh, yeah, and then you have Holden. Um, Holden was helping Dana and... Mar- and Yeah, just I think it was just Dana escape using the RV. Mm-hmm. He was going to take the RV and just drive and drive and drive until they couldn't drive anymore. And then he gets stabbed in the neck, the back of the neck, like, like Kevin Bacon in Friday the 13th, just like... Yeah. Um, and then everyone else dies at the very end when the world explodes. Or when the gods, you know, come up and destroy the world. Do you know how, like, crazy turned on they must have been with all that sacrifice? Dude. Like, they just took billions of people's lives. Yeah. They're probably partying down there. I want to know if they destroyed the planet 
Oh, yeah. Or just humanity. <gasps> and what if they were like, oh, dude, I just had a visual. Like, okay. Imagine all of these gods inside yes. of the earth, and then they destroy it, right? And then they just start swimming away into the ocean. I mean, into the, into the space. Into Whoa. space. Can you imagine? They just, like, made a home. Like, a crab makes its home out of a shell. Okay. Right? Fuck. That's cool. That's a re- that's, that is a really cool visual. You yeah. should draw that, dude. Don't tell um, me what to do. So... That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cabin in the Woods is a great movie. I tried to stay off of plot more. I mean, we got into plot. Yeah. We but did. I tried to stay off of, like, chronicle- chronological... Chronological? <laughs> chronological order. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our first episode of season two. I'm so fucking happy to be back. So happy i couldn't agree more it's been a long it feels like it's been months on months on months yeah so it, i mean yeah it's been our it's last been one <laughs> <laughs> like that <laughs> it's, i think our last episode was like early june it was so yeah it was, it was how a was long your summer? summer dude my summer sucked <laughs> uh <laughs> not gonna lie it sucked ass uh i got really sick uh, yeah, I remember that. Last month, I... Anyway, yeah. It's... It sucked. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, Flick Chicks is back. I've been playing D&D so much. Yeah, I was gonna say, what was um, your favorite part of the summer? Yeah, my... I mean, obviously, like, my favorite parts of the summer were just hanging out with my family, my boyfriend, and my... My pets. And, uh, just playing some D&D. I... If you guys don't know, I... I'm super deep in the D&D game. Uh, I have a bi-weekly uh, D&D show. It's not the same. It's two different shows, but I, yeah. Um, every Wednesday and every Sunday, you can check us out at Dice Ministry. Sorry, I'm plugging myself. Please plug away. I'm going to plug, plug myself. Up, uh, Dice Ministry, We our Wednesday night game is Crit Chicks. We're like an all-female uh, D&D game. And then Sunday nights is Natural One, and that's our pirating. That's our pirate-themed D&D game. So, uh, so yeah, that was, like, the highlight of my summer, just getting to hang out with all the people that I love so much. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. You, got, you like, went on some trips. Yeah, I went on a couple. I went to California. Hell and, yeah. Um, that was tight. Did Hell some, yeah. Did some things there. Had the best tacos. We stayed in... Um, what the hell is it called? Um, Imperial Beach. That's oh, okay, we okay, okay, cool. Yeah, got to stand in the ocean. You guys, the ocean is so strong. It's, like, yeah. I forgot. I, I haven't been to the ocean since I was six. Yeah, we're we're landlocked, pretty much. Landlords so. of the... <laughs> we are the landlords. <laughs> um, the desert dwelling I mean, landlord. we're not necessarily... I mean, we're we're... Like, four hours from Mexico mm-hmm. and, like, six hours from California. So we're not, like, super landlocked. No. Um, but we definitely don't get to see the ocean as much as we would like. No. But, it, um, dude, it was beautiful. Like, yeah. the food was good. The energy was tight. I love California. I really... I would love to, like, get out there someday for even just, like, a couple of years. Just, like, live mm-hmm. out there before it breaks off into tight. the ocean. And then we went to... Um, we went to Colorado, Durango, Colorado, um, just for a spur of the moment 
you know, short, short trip. Yeah. But um, it was for a comedy festival, the Four Corners Comedy Festival, and we went with uh, Bubba McComb, a.k.a. Sadboy Shinobi, <laughs> a.k.a. Bubba. Hello Tire Podcast. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We went with his sister and another comedian, Courtney. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, it was just like, it was, it was, I felt like Colorado just isn't real to me still. Like, I went there, and the people, the fucking, it the seems, homeless are even, like, uh, different, dude. Like, the homeless here are, like, you know, fucking scary. weird as fuck. Yeah. And, like, we met a homeless man who he, he uh, had his dog on the back of his, like, a, draped around his back, mm-hmm. right? And he came in, he was like, hey, can I bum a smoke? And I was like, yup, and I gave him one. And we talked a little bit, and he said he had just come down from the mountain, Whoa. Yeah. Like, he doesn't sleep on the streets. Like, he would rather sleep, you know, away from people. Wow. Him and his dog. And some guy offered him a pizza, and he's like, you got to give this pizza to your dog. And the guy was like, fuck you, dude. Like, the money that I get goes to my dog's dog food because dogs uh. don't eat people food. Like, Whoa, wow. Yeah. Good and, for him. Yeah, and then he told us, he was like, yeah, you know, I came down because I got a little scared because, um... I heard a noise up on the mountain, and my dog started growling, and I used my flashlight, and there was a mountain lion. Oh, fuck. Keep fucking... The homeless is on a different level out there. Uh... Durango is wow. on a mountain. Um... Yeah, I've I've been... I've only been to Colorado once, and it seemed like a fairyland. It it's was, like, bizarre. not... Yeah, it was... It's the greenest place I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Um... It's magical. It is. Um, I even went into a dispensary and, like, felt weird, so I left. I didn't even go in. <laughs> That's, oh, my God. <laughs> That's what happened to me in, when I was in California. When we were in San Diego, we went to a dispensary, and, like, I felt really weird about it. It's so weird. It's I so felt like I should have known more yeah. than I do. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's, when I realized that, I was like, I don't even know. E- Purple e- ganjica? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? No, but but uh, it was a good time. We went to a little honey farm. Oh yeah, that was You're, cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. How many of you went to a honey farm this summer? <laughs> Not you, bitch. <laughs> I got I, I got lotion guys. for for all of you that want to know how I'm exfoliating. I'm using milk and fucking honey, dude. Ooh, milk and fucking honey. <laughs> so tight, and I have chapstick. That's milk and honey. It's That's really awesome. Sweet. It's good. Um, I hope y'all had a good summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad y'all back in school too. Yeah. No, I'm just no. kidding. Um, but yeah. So just remember that um, we are the Flick Chicks. We are a horror movie podcast, and this has been episode one of season two. Thank you guys. Holy shit, we did it. Uh, follow us yeah. on um, Instagram at uh, Flick Chicks Official. Um, and, uh, and let us know what you think. Please go on iTunes, Spotify, um, give us a rating, five star only. only. <laughs> <laughs> High five, dude. Yeah! <laughs> nah, we're just kidding. Be honest, but also kind of maybe. Be on- rip us apart, but give us five stars. Yeah, rip us. A- <laughs> <laughs> um, we, if you have, if there's a movie you want us to cover, let us fucking let know. Us no. If you want to be a guest, let us know. Uh, we're always looking for guests. If you have, if you have come to us with a request to be a guest, ooh, uh, we are getting to you in the next couple weeks or so to set up dates and things like that. Movies. We are, uh, 
we want to do the movie you want to do. So if you have a movie that you want to do that's not necessarily a horror movie, we can work with you. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom wants to be on the show. She wants to do Wiggly Blonde. So. And we gonna do it. Yeah. So uh, don't be afraid to suggest or request to be a, um, a guest on our show. That episode's going to be so tight with your mom because I'm going to force myself not to say fuck once. Oh. Like, we'll I'm not, I can't, I won't be, yep. Now taking bets, will Chelsea drop the F-bomb in front of my mom? She really won't care if that's what you're worried oh, about. No, dude. All I right. care. Okay. You're gonna make a I appreciate, good impression I appreciate that. with the mums. All right, guys. Uh, check us out next week. Coming at you. Flick chicks. Flick chicks. I don't know how to end podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>